Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 91, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, hey, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. You hear me? Uh, it's Wednesday, July 17th, 2019. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Double Woke 7. Uh, this is courtesy of Samuel Wagner, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Ain't nothing but Zyke Gang, baby. Second-rate podcast is going crazy. Fox News, fuck your ass, don't pay me. Hot takes on Mr. Miles of Gray. He gets back to the lesson at hand. Um, yeah, thank you so much for that. Uh, ain't nothing but a Jeep bang. Uh, inspired AKA from the one and only Hannah. How do you Saltis. feel? Do you feel like the m- intentional misspellings of early '90s rap songs has aged poorly, or is it like coming back around on you? Well, like Tupac you putting songs, Fang, the Fang. Thing? Yeah. Well, that's just A B. Tupac songs are pretty rough. It's weird if it's ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. It's just <laughs> yeah, helping yeah, people yeah, get that true. stank so you don't look foolish. Right. That's um, true. So then they can use that language when they impersonate people of color on Twitter during a natural disaster. That's right. Yeah. It's helpful. Uh, and also, I, I, I do feel like that that one is definitely earned. Some, some of Tupac's songs are a lot. They, they really go hard with the, with the unorthodox stuff. Well, hey. Um, you know, he's a renegade. He is. He's living thug life. And That's if you true. can't handle Machiavelli, <laughs> get out the way. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Tess Parkers. Hello. What's up? How's it going? Hi. Good. How are you doing? Great. Uh, we are thrilled to have you here. It feels like you have been on the show before. I know. Through Babs. Yeah. Babs Grizzy, my sister from mm-hmm. another mister. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being on the phone with you, and I'm surprised this is your first time. So yeah, welcome. we get that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. We're uh, interchangeable. <laughs> Save for our very different personalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tess, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. But right. first, we are going to take our listeners through what we're talking about today. We're going to do a little Emmy nom rundown, talk about the snubs, talk about the... Uh, what what we're happy about? Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, open racism currently happening in Washington, uh, and what what it is meant to distract from. We're going to talk Jeremy Renner uh, because it is our duty uh, as the Daily Zeitgeist Taking to talk over. Jeremy Renner. But yeah, he is really taken over. I mean, you guys, we don't have to tell you because his uh, new album has taken the airwaves by storm. You can't go anywhere without hearing. Uh, his new tracks such as Renegade and or uh, no, Nomad, 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 my bad. I was and, born a soldier. Right. It's a great line. Uh, the main attraction, uh, and then of course his uh, Jeep ads, which are you know have been already pre-nominated for uh, Oscars for sh- the short film category um, and iHeart Radio Awards. Yes, <laughs> yeah, actually they probably have been. Uh, we're going to talk about Bastille Day in France, uh, and we're going to talk about TV shows from our childhood that we thought uh, might have been a figment of our imagination. Uh, but first, Tess, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Um, I guess I got to say recipe for lemon basil gelato. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. You yeah. do have to say that. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I'd say that's the most like sort of like typical of me Google search. Lemon basil gelato. Yeah, because I 
like that's kind of how I deal with the news is like just Googling recipes. I like to make recipes mm-hmm. to deal with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I'm always just like, I, like I, I'm on like a gelato kick right now too. I just got back from Italy. Yeah, me too. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know about. what I mean? I yeah. was just oh in Florence God. actually. Um, Bologna as well. Yeah. Well, just all over Tuscany. And everyone, you know. It's everyone, been great being I don't the know host if you heard of this show, but I am actually going to jump out the window. <laughs> 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 I was waiting. I was like, please say you just got back from Italy. Because, Did you really? Oh yeah. And I've been yeah. fucking insufferable about it. Oh. Is it because oh you have to God. be because Italy is the opposite of insufferable and you got to spread the gospel although yo I was just reading about this police bus the the Italian police busted these neo-nazis that had a fucking surface to air missile oh really yeah there's wow. shit was popping off I mean look they're doing their job yeah uh, but it's yeah it's not what part, all fine craftsmanship what part uh, of Italy were you in uh, we were in Rome for three uh, nights mm-hmm. and then we spent the bulk of the trip in Cinque Terre oh wow or Roma, Roma as I call it a yeah. Cinque Terre yes yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah gelato is everywhere and oh, I was surprised and I was like, man, it's all got to be good because it's everywhere. But then you realize there are places that are just like counting on f- tourists like me to be like, I'm in Italy. It's gelato. It's got to right. be good. Totally. And then until someone's like, don't go there. Yeah. Right. Go to this one. <laughs> and then my mouth like folded in on itself. It was so good. Yeah. No, it's. Well, do you know the trick? If it's over the metal container, like if it's kind of like poofed out. Like wavy. Yeah. yeah. That means it's pre-frozen. So you want the gelato that's like level with the. Oh, metal container. Shit. Wait, I what? Oh, the other way. Yeah, I know. Wait, wow, so when you see it all like sort of piled yeah. up towards the you back, you don't want that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. Wait, so what does that mean? What's that a function of? It um, being... it just means it came already made. Whereas like somebody was literally in the back making the gelato, oh, whipping it just, up. Yeah. yeah. Steph Curry with the wrist, right? And exactly. then smoothed it, smoothed yeah. it across the top. Now gelato is. What's the difference between gelato and ice cream? Egg. Egg. Yeah. More egg in gelato? Yeah, Let's I don't know say. if there's any egg really usually. In I ice would cream. know. Okay. Yeah. Got it. It's just yeah. oh right, because I think like the ingredients are just like cream and sugar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and gelato is actually a... milk. You don't have to be oh, a wow. dick yeah. about ice cream, by the way. Okay. Uh, well, look, Jack. You know, <laughs> once you go, once you go to gelato, once you go good. to Italy, I'm gonna have vanilla <laughs> yeah. ice cream. And look, again, <laughs> you sound like someone who's not been to Italy. That's all that sounds like to me, bro. I've been to Italy. Okay? <laughs> don't talk to me about Italy. I've been. Okay. <laughs> you ever been to the Trevi Fountain? Because I got one of my coins, like, right in the good one, the good part. Oh, yeah. My dream came true. Yeah. Um, Custard has egg, right? Isn't that? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, gelato is just pretentious custard. Yeah. I'd say custard is is poor gelato. Okay. Mm. Poor man's gelato. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Poverino. Poverino. And how do you make uh, how do you make lemon basil gelato? Oh man! So you start with like the typical vanilla base, uh-huh. then you add a little zest, okay, a little bit of juice. But it you does let... have cream. Milk. Yeah, milk. There's no, mi- oh, no okay. cream. No it's cream. not a sorbet. Though. It's whole milk, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to excuse. Me. Uh, <laughs> and then you add the zest, and then you let the uh, the basil leaves like what was the word? Not Chill. So not. Uh, oh my gosh. Why Marinate. Something like that, sure. Yeah. Uh, you let them sit for like half an hour, and then you put it in an ice cream maker, and then the what makes it really good is you drizzle olive oil as the last step. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I had uh, aged balsamic on some vanilla gelato, mm. and I thought that was going to be not good. Again, they know what they're doing over there, you Jack. Just you simply them. must go. Yeah. You simply must. <laughs> simply must. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Oh, God. Uh, so many things. But I'm going to go with, just because it's timely, I really hate award shows. Award mm. shows? Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. You're just already stepping on our act one here. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just freestyle for the first time. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, they're fine. It, it's just yeah. like, they're, they're, people, they're so like transient. Like, they don't right. matter, and they're yeah. given so much import. And, you know, it's that kind of thing of, like, what's the point of grading art? Right. 
I like the outfits, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it's fine, like, you know, for if you, you get an award, great. Shout out to you. Yeah. But I think people who, like, are destroyed by a lack of a nomination, I'm like, don't also put that weight into that either. Exactly. Art, this shit is so subjective. Yeah. So to just be like, well, I appealed to this microscopic group of retired filmmakers or whatever. Right. Like, that's not, you know, don't use that to feel bad. It's like a list with trophies. Yeah. 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 It's descended from, like, industry awards that happen in hotel ballrooms where, like, the insurance industry gives one of their sellers, like, top insurance salesperson of the Midwest and, you know. All bullshit. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I, I Except mean, we're gonna get so animated when we talk about the people who weren't nominated. Right. <laughs> so it's like. Uh... I mean, a lot of this goes back to me not winning top insurance salesperson. Of the yeah, Midwest, I was gonna say but, you always yeah. bring that up. Really should have stepped up your performance. <laughs> what is uh, something you think is underrated? Underrated. Um, I'm gonna go with the library. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the library. And for a lot of reasons, like it's a great place to work. They have free Wi-Fi. The water fountains there are always nice and cold. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, they've got great tap water at the library. Yeah, um, yeah free books. Free books. What kind of do you go? Do you do, do go there to work, or you you like to get a little book, maybe research it? What do you do? I do mostly work there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of like addicted to buying books, so like I should use the library yeah. more, but it just doesn't feel the same if I know I have to return it. That said, yeah, I'll I'll check it up. A lot of times, if I'm listening to an audio book, I check out the library book mm. so that I can do both. That's uh, a good idea. Without paying for the book twice. Yeah. Uh, on Amazon, that's called Whisper Sync. Uh, oh. But that it's only called, works if we you're... own you. <laughs> that only works if you're doing it's fuck your royalties. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? That caffeine stunts your growth. Okay. Yeah, I've it been... actually makes you taller. It makes you taller. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm five foot eleven, and I've been drinking coffee every day since I was ten. Oh, really? Yeah, since ten. Yeah. Wow. What's your secret, Olympic gold medalist Tess Barker? <laughs> coffee since I was ten every day. That is funny how that was a thing. Parents used to be like, "It'll stunt your growth." Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I never had a taste for coffee until cold brew recently. But yeah. I'm, I wonder if it does help you grow. Do you think that was your secret? It either helps me grow, or maybe I was supposed to be like six four. Right. Maybe it's true. Wow. You know? are, Which, are people in your family tall? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Would you want to be six four? No, I'm like perfectly fine as tall as I. Yeah. I think I feel good that I'm like right under the six foot mark. Yeah, you're you're a great height. Were you an athlete? Yeah. Uh, no, I actually that's an, I became very athletic when I was like 18 or 19, mm-hmm. but I was a child actor, so my parents actually Got lied it. to me and told me that I was bad at sports. <laughs> you're, like, like, you're like let's make that money yeah. baby you're like mom I'm being scouted by Georgetown oh no 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 they don't know not the your men's thing. basketball team. they don't know what they're doing it's because you're acting so well they don't know who you are exactly. they asked me if you were Allen Iverson earlier well, that's funny um, what, what what was the biggest thing you were in as a child actor? Um, I was in a couple commercials, and then uh, I had a lot of close calls. Close I was calls. like, it was between me and the girl who got it in the Adams Family movie, the Girl oh, Scout. shit. That was almost me. Oh, no. Yeah, really? That was almost me. And you would have been at Camp Chippewa? Yeah. Then <sighs> in the sequel, she has a huge part. And that yeah. girl was like my nemesis. Like, we saw each other at every audition. Yo, yeah, Mercedes that's so funny. was her name. Uh, and then... I also almost got the part of Ruby Sue in Christmas Vacation. Holy it was between shit. me and the girl who got it. And wow. that's the first time I ever cussed was for that audition. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just Dang. Mercedes McNabb. Yep. Canadian. Fucking Mercedes. Oh, she's back in Canada now? Retired actress. Jesus. Mm. What is she doing? Retired. Wow. wow. Aren't we doing well? New peak early <laughs> like that. Retiring right. at 37. 
Yeah. So also, I, I would say so. Ten year olds just know that you. Can oh drink shit! Her dad played caffeine. for Arsenal. Shout out to her dad. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, Mercedes. Bob McNabb. Dad. All right, you, your dad's cool, but Mercedes, you should have stepped aside. Let Tess take that role in Adams family. Thank you so much. Official. But I would want to be retired now, so maybe it's good that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just ten year olds. You can drink as much caffeine as you want. Uh, it'll make you. Uh, famous and good at uh, your chosen career. <laughs> uh, smoking also, like they say, it's bad for you as a kid. Nah, it's, it makes you look way yeah. cooler. Is yeah. being cool bad for you? Yeah, you yeah. actually like technically aren't ten when you smoke. You're like, <laughs> basically, a teenager. Like whatever uh, you feel when you take that first drag, that's how old you are. Yeah, right. that's your true age. That's actually when I was like fifteen, I went to go get my belly button pierced on the Venice Boardwalk. Yeah, and I lit up a cigarette on my way to go walk to ask the guy for it because I was like, well, he's obviously gonna think I'm eighteen because I'm smoking right. a butt. Right, right, and it worked. Wow, really? Yeah. Even Fuck. when you passed out from the nicotine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like hitting that cigarette all like wobbly. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> I shouldn't have ripped the filter off of this thing. Aged me three years. Yeah. Uh, Yo, I love that kind of logic that kids use when they're doing shit like that. Like, well, by the, you know, by the transitive property, yeah. the cigarette would indicate that I am 18 years old. You do it at Therefore, yeah. It's math. Yeah. You do it at yeah. a liquor store. They're like, sir, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> Sorry, can't stop. Sorry, just betting on horses outside. <laughs> Renting anyway. cars over Rolling here. Rolling craps in front yeah. of <laughs> Betting. Thank you so much. So my hotel room is booked along with my rental car. I must be at least 27. Uh, yeah, can I have a Zima? <laughs> Six-pack of Zima. Six-pack of Zima. That was the first alcohol I ever drank was a Zima. Oh, Yeah. Did yeah. you like it or refreshing? Did you... Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I liked it. Refreshing, but I drank, of course. I drank a Zima and was like, "Wow, that was cool." Did it you pretend like zero? But you were you weren't drunk, right? You just no, were like, no. did the, did you ever pretend you were drunk? Uh, no, you never did. I just no. Okay. I did. Mm-mm. My you... cousin and I tried to get drunk because my dad doesn't drink, so he used to have Odul's at my uncle's house. Mm-hmm. And my cousin and I tried to get drunk off Odul's. Yeah, oh, little did you know. <laughs> We knew it was not alcoholic beer too, oh. but we were kind of banking on the like point three percent doing right, something to us. Up. Yeah, yep. three of those is a point nine. Right, <laughs> and then you're yeah. basically fucking and then you're fucking, wasted. You better call the cops. Yeah, <laughs> call an ambulance. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, sorry, Tess, but it is time to talk about the Emmy noms. Okay, let's do it. Emmy nom, nom, nom. rundown. Uh, we want to shout out uh, Anthony Kerrigan as Noho Hank getting recognized. Uh, shout out to Daniel O'Brien. Uh, now Emmy-nominated writer on John Oliver. Uh, Shout out to my sisters Maya and Anna yeah. for their writing nomination for Pen15. Y'all did it. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my I'm God. so fucking happy for I that. Know. I know. Although I think she should have been nominated for her performance. That's a snub. Also, that yep. is a snub because uh, the makeout scene is one of the funniest pieces of acting I've ever seen when she avoids the... <laughs> Avoids the kiss and like goes into like this weird like snake neck dance roll move. dance. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. nailed a physical comedy on that show. Yeah. So good, so fucking good. Uh, and then I also want to shout out Benicio del Toro for getting nominated <laughs> for, uh, just for a performance in which he uh, gives one of the it's one of the strongest choices I think. Dan, do we have that queued up? Uh, all right, we're just gonna. It's just just one, set this scene up. Well, if you don't one know, line read. it's from Escape at Danamora about those two guys who escaped prison like like three or four years ago by seducing by seducing a woman who worked in the prison. And at one point, she was having a relationship with both of these inmates. And at one point, she's getting a little shaky about the whole scheme, and he's just basically letting her know like we got to keep it low. But he's a 
you know, he's a, a violent person. inmate. He's a violent inmate. He's a lifer. But also, he talks like a person for the, throughout the. Because yes. we're only going to hear the one line read. Uh, <laughs> sure. So he talks like a, a human being throughout. Well, it's still the, Benicio. It's still Benicio. So he whispers a little bit yeah. and like is yeah, is know. cool. But uh, let's let's hear how uh, he addresses her at the end of one episode. Hey. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> what? Yeah. It almost sounds like when someone burps the alphabet. Right. It <laughs> does. Right. No, it, it feels so much like a, it feels so much like a bit. And then yeah. Patricia Arquette also nominated uh, her reaction off of that is what your reaction would be. She's just like, like what the fuck the was fuck? that? Uh, and then the episode ends. But yeah, it's uh, that show again. Uh, if you follow in on Twitter, her and I have very strong feelings about Eric Lang's performance as Lyle. Also a snub, yeah. Also, that's a snub. That's I a thought, snub because I have enjoyed your performances as Eric Lang oh, as no. Lyle. Yeah, he's just. I knew. I knew you was having an affair on my on, on my on me when when you you ordered off the locale menu at King Walk. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's a line. That's a line. That's amazing. Because there's so many times he's suspicious of her having an affair, and he's like, you know, the guys at that prison are saying she's like, Lyle, stop. And he's like, okay, and like literally <laughs> moves on, and he's in the process of being fucking destroyed. Right. And Just, uh, and I'm like, this guy had. I thought he was some fucking guy off the street. Right. And I come to realize, I'm like, oh, he was Stewart in Lost, the dude who was like living in the fucking underground, the bunker and shit. Okay. And oh he, really? Yeah, he's had a he's like this character actor, and I was like, oh my, the way he transformed. And then shout out to everybody, and like when they see us, like anyone who was on screen acting was yeah. nominated. They're like, I think I saw somebody go by. Give him, give him, a give nomination. him a nod. Very, very uh, earned. That that is one of the most heartbreaking uh, things I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, what else do we have uh, that we like? Yeah. Chernobyl got a ton of uh, nominations. Yeah, as it should have. Did you watch Chernobyl? No. Do I need to? Yeah. If you, yeah, if you like, right Right now, actually. Okay. Okay. Let's actually stop right now. Watch the whole thing. Yeah. What? There's five episodes. Okay. So let's take a five-hour break. Okay. Five-hour energy. Dope. All right. And we're back. Oh What'd my you god, think? I loved it. It was gripping. Yeah. It was a bit much, but you know, worth <laughs> a it. A bit much. <laughs> kind of saw some of the stuff coming. But <laughs> turns out a lot of people got hurt. Yeah. You know what's so weird? Do you ever have, I can't believe that that, so that's the dude who's down in the hatch and lost and like re- riding the stationary bicycle like at the beginning of season two? Wait, sorry, that what? He's the dude from Lost who's like riding the stationary bicycle at the beginning. Yeah, because he's the dude who's living down in the bunker. He's already and in like the hatch. Hitting, he's there from the scientist. Do you ever have a thing where you replace one performance because that that dude looks exactly like jason manzoukas in my memory <laughs> you so you thought the whole time that was jason manzoukas yeah just my memory of that right, I, haven't, right. I haven't watched it well since he kind of had his like wild long hair right. but huh. yeah man hey, i thought manzoukas was out here just yeah he was doing it he was doing, doing it thing. big uh yeah any anything else we want to shout out uh, oh, didn't Megan Amram finally get an oh, Emmy? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Yo, so shout out to Emmy, or <laughs> Megan, an Emmy for Megan yeah. has finally happened. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like these are, I used to aggressively not give a shit about the Emmys, but now that TV is 
basically as, has a lot of content that's as good as the movies uh, I, I do. Like, the, this is starting to be more of a thing. Is it not always the Emmys, though? I mean, truly, it feels like it's always the Emmys to me. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, I feel like those, especially in L.A., when those four-year considerations, yeah. billboards go up, I'm like, right. I thought you just took them fucking down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Pantages so, posters, like a new show's in town, here's the new thing we're considering. Right. It kind of fucks up my sense of time yes. in yeah. the city because there are certain things that show up, like the Chabad telethon around Hanukkah. Like mm-hmm. you see those in like on La Brea a lot. I'm like, okay, right. it's the holidays. Those are the or seasons like, in LA. Or like yes. other LACMA, <laughs> LACMA things come up. I'm like, right. okay, the LACMA season's starting. Right. But then the fucking Emmy banners are just so everywhere. I'm like, I don't, is it Hollywood August Bowl or season? January? Yeah. 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 The weather never changes here. We need something to break up the yeah. fire consideration. Posters. I think Garcetti is a terrible mayor for not handling that issue. Totally. Right. Not the homelessness issue, yeah. but that issue. Right. Shame on you. That's that's his main thing that uh, somebody needs to run on to yeah. unseat him. <laughs> That'll um, be me. Yeah. Mayor Miles. I will take <laughs> care of the FYC advertisements <laughs> so we can get a sense of time. Yeah. For people who don't know, they uh, there's a whole... like. Basically, all LA billboards. The LA LA billboard culture is like aggressive. There's yeah. it's too much. People, it's gotten weedy too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look out the window right now. What do we got? Out the window right now is one is for weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gotten very weedy. <laughs> and then two things for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, all billboards are taken over by for FYC, which means for your consideration is just ads. Aimed at people who vote on Emmys, right? Which is pretty wild. Like that's a very select group of people. But I think billboards are generally aimed at uh, like very few people. Like I've heard of billboards being bought because they know that a certain celebrity drives by that road sure. like on a given really? day, and they just like they know that they're gonna. It's gonna seem like they're really doing their job if they have a big billboard on sunset right. or whatever. At well, yeah, and it's given clearly like in that part of sunset right before it turns into Beverly Hills part yes. of the sunset because they that's when they catch people leaving Beverly Hills or going right. through sunset like up to West Hollywood and being like, oh, okay, uh-huh. there I am. There and like as is. much as I, I'm going to retract, I still think the Emmys are bullshit or no word shows are bullshit, but that kind of stuff makes me love LA. Yeah, like, it's Like that's cool. so ridiculous. <laughs> it is. It's absurd. Yeah, there's no and other The amount like of this. money spent just to like massage someone's ego. Yes. Right. It's like, yeah, we spent 40 grand on that. I mean, I feel like I'm less in touch with popular culture now that I no longer drive across, like drive down Sunset across all those billboards because that's how I found out about like all new shows. Right. Or me. Yeah. When I was like, hire me for podcasts. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Great investment. Yeah, that was actually. Kind of still upside down on that Just in a suit (laughs) pointing to the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back, and the president is uh, has apologized, backtracked on all the racist stuff he said. Right? <laughs> is that no. how that things? No. Oh, right. No, that's not how the world works. Yes, he is was, doubling down. I was driving over here today, and Lakshmi Singh and I forget who who's her co-host on NPR. I thought. Anyway, they literally had a breakdown while they were giving the news. They were like, they just stopped and they were like, what about if you're just too depressed to give the news? Like they just literally really? had like a come to Jesus on NPR on the way over here. And they're like, we kind of can't handle it anymore. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They, um, okay. 
I mean, I didn't know that was an option. Should we just do that? Because <laughs> this what if is I'm not terrible. Feeling all of this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it must be hard on NPR because they fucking thread the needle in the weirdest way sometimes. I know, where man. I maybe that's what it is too. Where they're like, you know, because we're publicly funded, it's like we have some public funding. Like, don't get too hot on the government, even though right. like it's racist. Try and again rack your minds for some other way to describe this shit other than just straight up racism. Right. Uh, but hey. You know, Lakshmi, I get it. He's trying to get a check. But there's exactly. still like that neoliberal, like yeah. mainstream media point of view. Um, so I could see how it's like that nothing's would be. ever too bad, ever at all, really. Right. So carry on, go right. to work. But also this. Yeah. Uh, and this yeah. may have happened. It's intellectual yoga, which is perfect yeah. for neoliberals. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so it seems like Trump's plan continues to be just keep doubling down on the 35 to 45% of the country that thinks racism is hilarious Mm -hmm. um and yeah his latest tweet parade tweet thread tweet storm whatever yeah i don't know do we even want to read it it's just so absurd because it was already people were like yo this is racist what the fuck are you doing he's like it's not racist and actually they should apologize to me right (laughs) and then he had like a fucking press conference where he was like you know what if you don't like fucking america get the fuck out then basically (laughs) it was like the gist and then so then I think when he sees the news not moving, like being like, oh, yeah, they should apologize to him. Right. Actually, he's not racist. And seeing like all the just clumsy ways that uh, GOP Congress people and senators and officials or whatever are like not really able to describe it in a way that seems like it's not racist. Everyone looks like they're just finding weird excuses. Right. He continued to tweet. So then he put this on uh, was this Tuesday morning. The Democrat Congresswomen have been spewing some of the most vile, hateful, and disgusting things ever said by a politician in the House or Senate, and yet they get a free pass and a big embrace from the Democrat Party, horrible, anti-Israel, anti-USA, pro-terrorist, and public shouting of the F word, among many other terrible things. Then goes on about how blah, 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 like the, the Democrats need to fucking take them on. Then he let that cook, and people are like, oh, wow, <laughs> way to go. <laughs> then he has to come, picked up his fucking phone again. Also, those tweets were not racist. <laughs> I don't have a racist bone in my body. Now, that has officially become the thing that yes, racists say. we say this all the time. It has been yes. for a while. Yeah. It has, yeah. but yeah, like the fact that he doesn't realize that, or maybe he, is this dog whistling? Is he like, haha, get it? Because racist no, people No, they say have this? to deny that racism, because we, we are in an era where most people say like, yes, racism is bad. We're not in a right. point yet where people like, there's a whole thing of like, no, racism is good. Right. Yeah. It's like We're still careening seen as a, towards that. Yeah. It's still sort of like this third rail. Yeah. So you the only way you can defend it is to never say that the thing is racist because that's mostly acknowledged as not good. Right. And but, so and most people realize like when you start being like, Well, what's wrong with that? Right. Like not good. So I think that's where he has to be like, It's not racist. I have to deny that racism exists. And right. then he can fucking, you know, keep yeah. doing harm. But just the how how does anybody think I don't have a racist bone in my body is not just like, well, because racist most, yeah. right here. Yeah. Well, if you're racist, you're going to be like, but I need that excuse. To say <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't have a racist bone in my body, <laughs> yes. but my mind is horribly <laughs> racist. And so is my soul. <laughs> so are all my muscles. Yeah. Exactly. If you cut me open, my bones are not racist. <laughs> My actions and my thought patterns are. Well, there's only so many times, and maybe you can't even use the some of my best friends are black thing. That's their favorite one, too. They love that one. But if you maybe if you don't even have that, maybe you don't even have any friends of color, then you just got to go straight to, yeah. Yeah, my bones, then. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. My bones. Okay, look, no friends IRL are non-white. Right. But my bones, but deep wonder, down, they that, are also white. Yes. Right. Is that them, like, sort of unconsciously realizing... I'm a, I'm a little racist, but like bone deep, like really deep down, I'm not. Is that kind of what they're saying? It must Maybe. be like, yeah. if, if God made me choose between being racist or not, I think I'd pick not. Right. But exactly. while I'm on earth, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be racist as yes. fuck yeah. because I'm ignorant and yeah. afraid of all this other shit. So going on with that tweet, I don't have racist about my buddy. The so-called vote to be taken is a Democrat con game. Republicans should not show, quote, weakness and fall into their trap. This should be a vote on the filthy language, statements, and lies told by the Democrat congresswoman, I, who I truly believe, based on their actions, hate our country. Get a list of the horrible things they have said. Whatever. Going on, blah, blah, blah. So the whole thing is a reaction to Nancy Pelosi is doing what she can uh, by make, basically making people take a vote on whether or not they condemn, yes, yes. condemn this language. So you can have everybody so. yeah, on wax being like, where do you fall on this? He At the end, he talks about how unpopular Omar and AOC are. Is that true? Are they, because their policies, which are, you know, like populist and the things that he ran on and then failed to deliver on seem to be popular. So, like, is it just they're unpopular because they're people of color who are associated with socialism? I Well, no. I think, all, first of all, that whole weird poll he had is just garbage. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's a very, they call it dubious. But like, it's, a, it's a tough sample. All I think. Republicans have been, and like Fox News and everybody who is like a political strategist is like, well, yeah, if you want to run with, associate yourself with these folks, then yeah, you're going to lose. And like uh, Peggy Noonan, who I go to for all my uh, political analysis and Tucker Carlson both had op-eds recently where they were like, you know, uh, every time AOC speaks the Democratic Party gets hurt. And I feel like no. maybe that's just well, like- You want to know what the sample group was? Who's that? For that poll? Yeah. Likely general election voters who are white and have two years or less of college education. Is that huh. true? That's who. Those are the people <laughs> who huh. he's referring to. And yeah. I don't even know if they're unpopular within that group because they love hating them. I right, mean, is right. someone unpopular if you're constantly talking about them? Right. right. Eventually, they might begin to love to hate them. Like, AOC well, might become Joffrey, and they're well, like, you know what? I kind of fuck with AOC. Joffrey, the way if, it makes, Joffrey, makes me feel. Joffrey, if he was trying to get you, like, really good health care and, right. like, uh, uh, economic aid. Like Mary Louise from, like, uh, Big Little Lies. Yeah. You know, eventually, you might be like, I think I like her. You would miss her if she was gone. Now that we have her, we need her. Right. <laughs> I guess my question is how much... We how much their talking points is conventional wisdom and just being like, well, socialism bad, and how much of it is them being scared of them and knowing. Like, I think they real well. This whole him doing that is a put all the Democrats on the same page suddenly. Right. Like last week, it was like knife fight between Pelosi and the squad. Right. And now it's like united front against Trump. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think now he's. I don't know. I mean, part of it again. That's why this whole section. It's like. He's sort of trying to get his base riled up, but that's right. not a that's not a thing that's going to get a lot of swing voters in. Right, and especially when you look at battleground districts that matter that he won, he's losing in many of them, if not like ninety percent of them. Right. So I think it's part get the base riled up, part fucking distraction because there's all this other shit going on. Because right. if you really look at all this other shit that we're not talking about, I would be doing this shit too if I was a scumbag like this. The thing here is that I think most people on the news, um, you know, the lamestream media. 
all the cycle is being consumed by asking Republicans like, why aren't you condemning this? Right. Great. Sure. Because you're hearing all kinds of shit. Like someone literally said, we aren't racist because party of Abe Lincoln. Oh, really? Yeah. That they was love a, that. It's like, yeah. that's not the same. F- what they, why the, do they what? keep? It's not the same Republican Party. Yeah. That just shows that you know nothing of American history. That's like Sean Lennon being like, all my music's good because my dad, John Lennon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. some stuff's good, but don't <laughs> right. not keep writing that. Okay. <laughs> do something for yourself, my man. I get um, brand recognition, but. And then you also have like these really tired exchanges. Like you have like these other exchanges where Kevin McCarthy uh, is asked the the minority leader in the house like isn't this shit racist like isn't this about racism listen to this really cool response mr leader uh, were the president's tweets that said go back racist <clears throat> no and i do not believe the speaker of the house was racist last week other when when those individuals on her side of the aisle who are claiming the president's racist when they claim she was racist either i do not believe that i believe this is about ideology this is about socialism versus freedom. It's very clear what the debate is happening. Um, I understand when I listened happening. to their press conference yesterday, they talked more about impeachment than anything else. Even one of those individuals, this wasn't the first time they talked about impeachment. No shit. Hold on. I just cut it off there. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, because they're, they're fucking constitutional officers who have right. an obligation to impeach if they're seeing crimes being committed we're in the middle of a national emergency (laughs) yeah so and they're like and these firefighters are like what about this this four alarm blaze it's you know they had they had their motives you know they came in like this hot yeah okay sure try and make this about socialism versus freedom what the fuck Mm -hmm. does that even mean yeah uh but you know more red meat Uh uh-huh also um kellyanne conway is not she she's not holding it together right now during this a it's national tough. discussion on racism. Uh, the, let's just listen to a quick exchange she had. What's your ethnicity? What? Uh, why is that relevant? No, no, because I'm asking you a question. My ancestors are from Ireland and Italy. No, no, it is because you're asking about. He said originally. Wow. Someone just asked, like, don't you think those comments are racist? Because no, because they're asking where they're originally from. Right. Yeah. What's your ethnicity? Where yeah. are you from? It's like, wait, hold on. That's how, how could I be racist when you also have a race? Yeah. Huh? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, but okay. Uh, so case y- closed, bitch. <laughs> Weird. You're um, you're a race. So what? And are the- I'm a race. <laughs> right. So where's the racism? End of story. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Eracism. <laughs> so you. So usually when Trump is like just refusing to end any sort of you know slap fight uh, controversy. Uh, this willfully, there are some things that he's trying to distract from, yeah. uh, and I don't know, man. This Epstein thing keeps going uh, nonstop. Yeah. So he had they they were in court again because he's trying to get bail, being like, "Hey, can I give you all this all this monies to hold on to, and I won't leave?" Uh, and then there was a lot of stuff that came out during this bail hearing, or just trying to figure out if he's going to get bail. First of all, like there many they found out many more victims came forward after his arrest was made public. Um, he still is giving the most vague reasons to where his money's come from or like why he has all this money. It's People like, are starting to come around to the explanation. Evans and I were putting forth that he was basically built by blackmail, right. essentially. Because, yeah. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. He's his not, rise is like, what? Yeah, it's very confusing. Um, also, they when they raided his house, he had a fucking just safe full of cash and diamonds. Jesus. As he well, is like a cartoon villain. Yeah, yeah. as well as a, a foreign passport. 
with his picture, a different name that listed his residence as Saudi Arabia. No shit. Hmm. So the web gets fucking wider. You know what I mean? Like, and I can only imagine, dude, what the fuck are you doing when like you're getting hooked up with a Saudi passport, fake ass name, being like, hey, if it gets hot, right? (laughs) Here it is. Use your smoke bomb. Like bypass Canada straight to Saudi. Yeah, Yeah. whatever it is. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, I would say that that is something that he doesn't want people to talk about. Because when that news was ramping up, everything was about like, what's your connection to him? All the questions he was having to field were about what's how do you know this guy? Like, are are y'all tight? What about this thing you said? Were you like, yo, he loves to party? Right. He likes him kind of younger, but <laughs> right. so of course now all the questions being asked is like, is this racist? Or uh, is what you said racist? You come on, we know this shit is racist. Right. Get yeah. back to the fuck. Press him about all this other shit that is deeply disturbing. It's and like we, he pissed his pants and so to distract, he poured a soda down the front of his shirt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Billy Madison style. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, remember, like a month ago, he was credibly accused of rape yeah. by a celebrity. It's like yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does seem like it was a year ago. <laughs> there but. was also something I saw being circulated about a lawsuit that was filed against him and Jeffrey Epstein a few years ago where Jane Doe had claimed that they had both raped her when she was 13. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was happening during the election. And then oh, days, right. days before her uh, press conference, she uh, just kind of dropped oh, off, right. the, that was her. off the grid because she was... And in scared her, and even in her, threats. I think in the filing was saying he was threatening my life even at the time the abuse was happening. Right. So again, but these are other things. If racism and uh, sexual predation exist, then the GOP can't exist. Right. So that's right. why they have to argue everything away. Oh, this is not racist. Well, I don't know about. We don't right, know about right. him. Because uh, if you do that, then look, you got to look up. And not to dwell too much on the 2016 election, but uh, WikiLeaks, we're learning more about what Julian Assange was up to when all the shit was hitting the fan for the DNC. Yeah. Yeah. He was, CNN was basically saying, like, he was using the Ecuadorian embassy as, like, metal HQ. Right. Like, the fucking control center for all the WikiLeaks stuff, where... So the right after the election, apparently he had been watched the second he had entered that embassy. They're like, no, nah, we're going to keep our fucking eye on him. But after the election, like they really ramped it up. And then like as they look at all this other evidence, there is a lot that basically says he was taking meetings with like internationally known hackers, uh, as well as Russians that were Kremlin linked, having like hours long meetings with them. And the Ecuadorians were just basically like, yeah, we basically see that he has ties to Russian intelligence. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that he wouldn't know like the provenance of some of this material that was coming to him. Coming to him. So the timelines that they talk about here are pretty damning. Like one that is, you know, interesting. He had a meeting with like uh, RT, like Russia's propaganda channel, their London bureau chief who like came by for a meeting, gave him a USB drive. I don't know, maybe of some cool YouTube clips. Right. So, uh, and then... In July, when the RNC uh, stuff was kicking off, some mysterious man who was like wrapped in like a mask and sunglasses who you could not see make out their identity at all came to the embassy and delivered a package to Julian Assange, but a security guard accepted it. And the security company who's doing surveillance was like, why did that guy just leave his post and accept a fucking package from a dude in a fucking like invisible man costume? Right. And Basically, on that same day, even in the Mueller report, on this day where the guy came through with a package, WikiLeaks informed the Russian hackers that it had received the files and was preparing to release them soon. (laughs) Now, there's no evidence to say, you know, concretely that that's what that was. 
But there are a lot of dates that overlap along with like the moment the Americans told the Ecuadorians, like, we suspect Julian Assange is up to something and they cut off his internet uh, connection. He had his like goons or WikiLeaks employees come to the embassy and move a bunch of computer equipment and hard drives the fuck out of the embassy. Oh, yeah. So, again, that's the kind of thing, because if you recall, I think during 2016, Donald Trump said a lot of stuff about WikiLeaks. Right. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks, I love WikiLeaks. These WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks as confirmed just today by WikiLeaks. It's been amazing what's coming out on WikiLeaks. They want to distract us from WikiLeaks. The wonder of WikiLeaks. Okay. What, that Wiki- <laughs> so, of course, yeah. The he da- loves that word. <laughs> yeah, you have all this other stuff coming Wikileaks. out, and you're like, yeah, yeah, racism. Right. Um, I mean, isn't Ecuador, like, hot year-round, too? Right? Yeah. It's warm down there. Well, it's so. yeah, the it's right on the yeah, the idea yeah. of wearing a full-blown face mask. Oh, no, yeah. no. This is the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Oh, okay. Sorry, Assange. my bad. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, I don't know that the two are linked necessarily in Trump's mind that he because he's always racist, but it does seem like he has an instinct to- He knows he has to control change the topic. The, control the media cycle. Do you think cycle. he knows he's racist, or do you think he's convinced himself that he's actually not? I think probably- He's convinced he's himself convinced. he doesn't. I just played I just played golf with Tiger Woods. Right. Yeah. I'm racist. Right. I didn't even make him carry my bags the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm sorry, what was your question? Because I'm a motherfucking ally. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Keep it moving. Find a new angle. <laughs> Find a new angle. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and so is Jeremy Renner with some hot new fire ass jams. Uh, he's got so he. There's these two. I get. Are they new ads? There, there's. They came out a week ago. About okay, so a about week a week ago. ago, Jeremy the Ren, uh, the Ren Fair mm-hmm. dropped some hot new Jeep ads that are. They're really works of art. At least you could tell in his mind their works of art because each one begins with title title card in quotes the name of the song it's like a sh- and, or it's a short yeah it's like feels like a short right, right. Yeah. the name of the song and then music by jeremy renner and then so let, let's just kind of go through the the plot of two of these ads um in the main attraction uh the short film the main attraction jeremy is at a black tie event, but he but it's he, still like at a weird bar, like divey ish bar, right? Or a lot of wood paneling. You can tell he doesn't want to be there, though. Yeah, a lot of people in ball gowns, a lot of people in tuxedos, and he's just keeps looking towards the back of the room. Get him out to the yeah. open road. At one point, it looks like he's with a woman at a bar and they're waiting for their drinks. Right. But then a jeep pulls up, and he's like, "You know what? I'm taking this bow tie off." Yeah. Ditches her. Right. Hops in the Jeep. Hops in the Jeep and starts smiling. Uh, Well, first of all, we see that he's playing his own song, The Man Oh, that's right. (laughs) Uh, So you see that on the display. On Apple Music. And then- that that's the first time we see him start to smile is when he hears <laughs> his right. own music, uh, and then he's he drives out into the mountains, uh, gets to a small roadside dive bar. Uh, finally, Jeremy Renner is with his people, the you know the common man, and then we see 
I, it I just think turns it's, to a concert. Yeah, right? I think it's supposed to be behind the dive bar. There is a giant concert with like a thousand people there. Yep. Just going crazy as Jeremy Renner fronts a rock band yep. and mm-hmm. sings the main attraction. Yep. Um, and, you know. And that's it. Lesson scene. learned. Yes. Uh, if you're a person who's just trying to break out of the norm, I hop guess. in your Jeep, dude, and do and a just, concert and <laughs> the weird fake Pappy and Harriet's. Right. It's, uh, so the other one is what do we say? It's I think called? Nomad. Nomad. Yeah. For the song Nomad. Right. For uh, the <laughs> Renner joint Nomad uh, starts out in that familiar car commercial location diner. Renner sitting there with a looking at his diner menu. Uh, title card comes up. Quote Nomad by Jeremy Renner. Music by Jeremy Renner. <laughs> uh, and then he looks out the window. And sees a Jeep there. Uh, and then flash into his mind. We are with Jeremy Renner just tearing ass around the desert in the Off-roading. Jeep with a hot babe in the yep. passenger side seat. Who's that? Yeah. Because he's sitting alone at the diner, right. man. So I think we're meant to, or at least I assumed we were meant to think this was the waitress. We saw a waitress walk by the yeah. Um, screen really briefly. And so maybe it's like one of those ads where he's like dreaming of doing something wild and just being like, come Why on. Why don't you leave with me? You're with me, babe. <laughs> uh, but then the song is playing and it's honestly the worst Renner song it's we've like heard a weird, to date. weird, fucked up, funk, weird oh, thing. I don't know what the fuck to call it. It sounds terrible. like music that was made for a movie soundtrack in the late 80s. Okay. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a movie in the 80s that was like mid to low budget that was about a rock star and Mm -hmm. then or like uh like the songs that like zach and the rippers and saved by the bell wrote like it's just like i would give it a little bit above zach and the rippers okay okay but wait isn't that jesse and the rippers is it also zach and the rippers zach and the zach Zach attack was the the dream band uh so i i and maybe this is an homage to that saved by the bell episode (laughs) because this is a dream sequence we find out uh because you hear somebody say jeremy jeremy are you ready and it was the woman from his dream whoa and then he starts driving around the desert with the woman from his dream in real life in real life yeah so the what is reality, man? <laughs> the moral of the story is he dreamed of doing it, and then he did that shit. With Jeep. <laughs> with with Jeep. Jeep. And uh, six months of Apple Music for free. Yeah. I mean, this is just a credit to the strength of his reps or Yo. his ability to network, because I don't know how the fuck he is like, hi, Jeep, I'm going to be the star of your ad campaign. You're going to pay for my music. Or I don't know if they paid for it, but my music will be featured front and center a majority of the footage you see has not much to do with the actual car right. itself. And I get my free career launch. Yeah, being famous seems really fun. <laughs> yeah, at that level? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is also, he looks like a dude who doesn't realize like how overconfident he is. Yes. He's yeah. Like, this is great, man. Everything's fucking turning up red. He is on another planet. Like his reality. I, I want to live inside his head for just a day and see like how he views himself. I feel like it must be amazing. Yeah, but also I feel like he's so dull probably. Like he's mostly got like a banana republic in there or something. You know, like, I I'm feel like- sorry. You must not be familiar with Jeremy Renner's house flipping career. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> because he, he flips is, houses? He's one of the great house flippers in uh, the Florida. He's the a state complicated of man. Okay, he's a complicated fair. man. He's never been in a fight, but yet he's choked a guy out for uh, implying that he was gay. 
So, Shit. oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. he used to be a makeup artist. Did he? Yeah. Before what? he was an actor, he was a makeup artist. Wow. Okay, yeah. maybe we have to take everything we know. Yeah. He's we need oh, to get, we need to see Jeremy Renner. I need to see rules. a cat scan. <laughs> I want to know what the fuck is going on in that mind. Oh man, it's like I don't know. There's a light we see in that brain we've not seen on. There's a light human. in there that never goes out. <laughs> also, um, the only other person I can think of that takes that much joy in listening to their own music is Barbara Streisand. Right. Have you ever heard that story she tells where she was like, I was in a cab and I heard the most wonderful song, and then I thought, Oh my God, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah that's what a great. fucking weird flex yeah i mean like hey. half of it is are you kind of senile right like, you wouldn't know your own work we're yeah. like that's great mm, that's me well maybe she just lays down the vocals and is just like i'm out wow you know she so just does just it to like, a click she's by like the I'm way, here. she like the calls the guy 10 years later and is like love what you did with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> when will i see a check <laughs> anything else to say about jeremy renner um, I no. I mean, at least he hasn't started painting yet that we right. know of. Oh, Jesus Christ! That we that's know probably of. the next phase, right? Yeah, right. Is it fine art next? Yeah, because I mean, conquered... he's really the Da Vinci of our time. I think. <laughs> Makeup yeah. artistry, right? Acting, yeah. Terrible EDM, <laughs> terrible funk, terrible like dub country step, right? Uh, what the fuck else? I guess yeah. So music film. I guess fine art, sculpting yeah. or paint. What do you think? He's more hands on. Somebody Maybe needs. To I give, could see sculpting. I, somebody needs to give him a movie. Let him direct, because he would make the strangest thing. I'm, I'm sure. surprised he hasn't. Yeah. I, can you? Well, let's see. Does he got anything uh, coming up in the hopper? Um, no. Untitled Jeremy Renner project. What else could you see him doing uh, other than a art? biopic about Jeremy Renner? <laughs> <laughs> probably self-funded <laughs> I just really felt my story should be told right of just a guy who I don't know <laughs> became really tight <laughs> um, and suddenly I was tight the Jeremy Renner story <laughs> uh, let's talk about Bastille Day it was July 14th it was over uh, last weekend um, and so this is the celebration that inspired America's 4th of July celebration this year when the military drove some tanks onto the National Mall. Did they end up doing that? Yeah, there were, oh. there were some tanks. They were parked there, though. Right, right, right. They just right. drove them up, parked them, and then put them behind fences, and then Trump's homies could come in close enough to like see them. Touch them and selfie right. with them. But Everybody, only like the inner circle. All the other right. MAGA people just had to sit in the rain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drive by these branded Trump ponchos. But I mean, like people who support him want him to be better than them. So I don't think they mind that like he treats them like shit. Right. Well, that gives you something to aspire to. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the only way you can accept your lot in life. Right. So he, uh, you know, he he was trying to live up to the Bastille Day celebration that he saw, and didn't. I mean, he didn't live up to a good Fourth of July parade uh, no, standard. Not even like in your neighborhood. Yeah, not even like Huntington have. Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where kids are being pulled on like radio flyer carts. Yeah, like well, he has a flag taped to his arm. Um, France issued the most devastating. That was cute. Nice try. I've I've seen. Uh, you know, parked tanks before. Yes. Not even uh, rolling down the fucking street. Yeah. So uh, there, there's just this one clip that shows a dude flying around in a rocketeer pack with a assault rifle. Yeah. Just 
And then, so he he flies across the sky, which I had seen before, but then he just comes to a stop and just hovers above Macron for like... Like, we salute you, Emperor Macron. For 15 seconds with a fucking machine gun in his hand. And is just like, sup? Yeah. And and then fucking flies off. Takes off. Like, literal Iron Man shit. Yeah, the the I, the video I've seen of this dude set up before, but I didn't. The, part of the official Bastille Day thing was kind of definitely a flex because right. you saw what was funny. Like I felt bad for the people behind him who were just operating drones, like right. with a remote control. And like, yeah, okay, I get it. The new technology, like, just make way for fucking right. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, the way even Macron was like looking back at him, you could almost tell he was like, yes, <laughs> exactly. directly into my veins, uh. floating soldier. That I'm might, sure Trump. Oh God, I that might also that. be what Trump is trying to deal with right now with his. That's a lot. Yeah. overt racism. Yeah. Also, when I watched this clip too, I was just like, "Oh, the future is here, and it's terrifying." Yeah. Yeah. This is, oh, it's scary. As yeah. Fuck. Some dude just. Oh, some soldier flying up to your window. It's like you must go now, and like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, you know. Military industrial complex, activate. Yeah. Also the idea like Bastille Day is like when we, you know, when they took over the aristocrats and the idea of doing something just so fuck you rich people. Right. Like yeah. it seems kind of counter to the OG Bastille Day. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, maybe yeah. the storming would have of the Bastille would have gone a lot quicker if they had jetpacks. So true. <laughs> and that's exactly. the lesson. That is a Jeremy Renner movie. Oh, shit. Bastille Day? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But steel is spelled S-T-E-E-L. Bastille Day. Uh, <laughs> Bastille Day. Um, just, yeah, someone, a time traveler goes back yeah. to arm them. Yes. Oh, that's the secret of Bastille Day that you didn't know. The time traveler bought, bought future technology back then, armed them, got it done real quick, took it away to not fuck up. This, whatever. Space time continues. It's just, it's all, you know, we're still all kind of- sick. Yeah. Renner and I are still working this out, but it's going to be pretty pretty tight. <laughs> uh, and finally, I wanted to talk about, uh, there was this Twitter thread where somebody was like, what was a TV show from your childhood that only you remember, nobody around you remembers? Or uh, So the original tweet was from at Clone Nick. Uh, What's a TV show that you remember from your childhood that no one you know remembers? Mine is Dolphin Cove. Or like one that you thought was might have been something that you imagined because it was so weird. Uh, like for instance, mine is a show called Greatest American Hero, uh, which was like an adult dramedy about a superhero. Uh, it was on during the day. Like I watched it at home before I started preschool. It was like one of my early memories is a dude with like a blonde afro. Uh, and he was just a bad superhero. He like sucked at landing and would always like fall down and shit. When you said, I was like, okay. And then you played the theme song. I'm like, well, yeah, I know the, the fucking theme, theme music. Is great. Uh, it's that. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. The one from the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, no, I thought I was like, I know that from Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. But uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, that is, that was mine. I what was the other one? The guy said the original was Dolphin what? Dolphin Cove. Damn. I remember Dolphin Cove. I, the ones I can only think that like people don't remember around me was Avonlea on the Disney Channel. Mm. I remember Avonlea. It was like a spinoff of Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, a lot of people, I don't know why I watched a lot of Avonlea. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck with Avonlea. Uh, but that was like one thing I remember all the time telling me like, remember that show Avonlea on the Disney Channel? And people were like, no. <laughs> but I know it's real. Also, the other one where the animated show about the fish police. Yep. Right. The snorks. 
No, I think it's called Fish Police or some <laughs> shit on the Cartoon Network. Oh, okay. What's the Snorks? Snorks, maybe Snorks is mine. Snorks is like, it's like Smurfs, but they live underwater. I remember Snorks. Yeah, and they have like a little like, um, oh yeah, thing sticking like out a of the top of their head. Yeah. 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 And like the theme song is like, sing along with the Snorks. Yo, the f- wow. The first episode aired on my fucking literal birthday of birth. Shit. Really? Yep. Of Avonlea? Uh, no, Snorks. Oh, okay, great. That's wow. a good sign for Whoa, you. Whoa, it's an Amer- it's a Belgian show, huh? American Belgian show. That makes sense, actually. Uh-huh. I wonder how many cartoons, because I know they do this with like anime and stuff. I wonder how many cartoons they just repurposed in a bunch of different so languages. So many. That's smart. I remember like Moomin. You know Moomin? Mm-mm. They were like a thing that's huge in Japan and Asia. Moomin? Yeah. Moomin is actually like this- like cow? They look is it weird. A cow I don't know. It's, a, it's like a Swedish or Finnish illustrator, I think, made it. Oh, but not I Moomin. as a kid, I always used to see it in Japan. I never saw it in the U.S. And then when I like this, uh, I went to school with a Finnish uh, girl, and for her, like uh, like a show and tell thing, she's like, "I want to talk about my favorite show, Moomin." I was like, "That's wow. Japanese," and she's like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, wow. "Then why? I don't. I've never seen it here." And it's like, "It's from Finland, where I'm from." And I was like, "It fucked me up." Like when I first, I'm like, "Media can just be spread anywhere and lice." Oh God. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Moomins. So, uh, do you have one, Tess? That you're... Um, I do remember there was a show called Swans Crossing. Do you guys remember that? Swans no. Crossing. Swans Crossing was also on during the day, and it was like a soap opera, but it starred all children. Whoa. And like they, I think they were rich, and they had, like, it was like 90210, but like with nine-year-olds. Holy shit. Yeah. First episode date, September 25th, 1992. Final episode date, September 25th, 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Was there only one episode? Yeah, there's only one What's episode. it, 60? Whoa. Number of episodes 65 is 65. episodes, so maybe they ended up airing them all later, but that that's the, the length of the run. Wow. What if I'm the only one that saw the pilot and the finale? And the all-in-one. Whoa, oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar was in that? That makes sense. Wow, she was the, she was the lead. I think I liked it because she was also on General Hospital, which my mom watched. And it was like, oh, here's a soap for me. Right. Same girl. Damn. She was like the child in General Hospital? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. She was Erica Kane's daughter. Erica Kane. Yeah. Mira Sorvino was also on it for six episodes. Oh. Powerhouse show. Man, I'm, I'm still just trying to get over the fact that I never thought about the fact that Snorks was short for Snorkels. I, Neither did I. Even though they had a snorkel like, that coming out of the top <laughs> of their head. Like a snorkel almost. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, a lot of the shit that was on when we were kids is seems like some dream logic shit. Like even the Care Bears is fucking really weird. Didn't um, they stun people with their stomachs? Care yeah. Bear stare. Yeah. They had like basically like uh, spotlights in their chest that they could use to brainwash people hey yeah. come on that's not important man they were spreading <laughs> love and happiness and peace through their yeah. forced energy field <laughs> uh well anyways uh tess it's been a pleasure having you it's been a pleasure being here thanks for having me uh where can people find you and follow you uh you can find me you can listen to my podcast lady to lady yeah yeah uh and i'm on all the socials testify t-e-s-s-t-i-f-y barker nice and is there a tweet you've been enjoying um, all right, I'm just going to quick do this one from my friend, Alan Strickland-Williams. Motherfucker, I did leave America. I moved to California. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, Miles, where Welcome can people find you? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. A tweet I like. Uh, one is from, 
I don't, this was just someone, someone randomly retweeted and I liked it. At Keltronics said, which one of you hoes taught my dad LMAO? <laughs> <laughs> and another one, Rachel Winitsky again. It's just a video. It says, this is an impression of when you're sitting on the subway and a tourist tries to read the subway map that's right behind your head. <laughs> it's just like this very like, <laughs> that's so like labored, staring, right. then walking away only to come back again to double yeah. check like yes. what you read was right. And then be like, so I got to transfer. <laughs> It's so ugly. I hate yeah. being that person in another city because, like, the car is moving. You are up in someone's right. shit. You do right. need the map. Right. You're, like, almost kissing someone's forehead yeah. to look at the thing. You're like, I'm sorry. I just don't know. I have to. I don't know where I'm do going. Do you want to help me? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay. Then pl- just let me look. Let's see. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Soren Bowie tweeted, favorite part of being a torture artist, my blanket toolkit rolling out thing. Least favorite? When I get real close and they spit in my face. Sad face. (laughs) Uh, And Starly Kind tweeted, using the original Apple TV remote to enter your email and password would have easily been the top-selling Atari game of 1980. (laughs) And Eli the Average Guy tweeted, Abraham Lincoln's palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghettiesburg. Uh, (laughs) Spaghettiesburg. And then Kathy Humes tweeted happy wife happy life guys are hilarious because they think being considerate of a partner's emotions is some kind of genius life hack (laughs) 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 like you hear that so much hey man happy wife happy life and it sucks because husbands don't have a good rhyme nothing rhymes with husband yeah right happy husband you don't just nut and shut up (laughs) (laughs) how about that yeah Uh, Boom! Wisdom from on the mountain. Shut up, uh, <laughs> dude. Happy. It really is one of those things where it's just sort of like these anecdotes that just signal that the man has released their ego right. or let go of their ego. Because hey, really, that's what that means. Yeah. It's like, hey, let go of your bullshit. Right. Like, understand that this is a two-way street, and that also, if this person is happy by you not being so fucking rigid or stubborn, could lead to harmony. Yeah. Or the happy life. Who, hey, happy, happy wife. wife, happy life, man. That's what I say. The guy who I heard say that to me uh, also said, hey, am I right about this, Jack? Women shop, men buy. Am I right? <laughs> wow. I feel like that's this coming from the same uh, is, book of wisdom. Is this when you were buying that car? Yeah, basically. <laughs> With your wife there? Yes. Let me get this right. Jack, your name's Jack, right? <laughs> uh, here, Jack's wife. Let me just talk to the man real quick. <laughs> oh Women my shop and men buy. Right, brother? Yeah. All right. What is that? mean does that mean they're paying for it actually while the women are shopping no just that men just make quick decisions oh, and okay. women but women love to you know dilly dally about you know maybe yeah. indecisive but that just shows a basic misunderstanding of shopping because shopping is all about impulsive decisions sure yeah or even <laughs> when buying is part of shopping yeah. so they're not like mutually exclusive <laughs> yeah at some point you will buy yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it was a great saying. No, okay? but it is like one of those Jeez, things. That you I was hear. just testing it out on you guys. What's that email you're writing? Cancel order of men by women shop <laughs> custom t shirts. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Oh, this is from J.D.U. Hart, J-A-D-U-H-E-A-R-T, and it's called Harry Brompton's Ice Tea. 
Mm. I know that's a very weird name, uh, but they're like a duo. They always wear masks. I'm intrigued. Is it like a um, what's his name? The Butler situation where it's a movie about Ice T? Oh, I don't know. What's that guy's name? Harry Brompton? No. Wait. The, oh. The Butler. Uh, Lee Daniels is the Butler. Oh, 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 right. oh, oh. Is uh, it a Lee Daniels is the Butler situation? I'm not sure. They're a very interesting duo. Like they have like characters that they are. Oh, interesting. So, but hey, they get down on their instruments. So, you know, wear your mask. Do whatever you got to do. Mm. Hey, did you know that the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio, Miles? What? For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, that's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because this is a daily podcast, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. 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 Bye.